it's funny, you know, stories sell in every way, shape and form. Stories mm -hmm. are where you're going to get to sell who you are to people. And why we love stories is because when you're following somebody who is an influencer, who encourages you, who has like, who you can't believe, you know, how they've gotten through something in their story or, in, you know, in their life that they've shared about. Um, you you watch, the, you listen to their podcast, you, you know, buy whatever they sell you, you get to go into their stories and you get to see into their world and their life. It's where you get to be you and people can relate to you. And it's very casual. It's going to disappear after 24 hours. It's this place too, where you can really start to show yourself and practice getting to be on camera. And I mean, most of my stories are going to take place like in the car or, you know, on the go in the kitchen. Like it's, it's like I said, very casual as a place to really start practicing, showing yourself, speaking on camera, knowing that, you know, again, you can delete it, but don't like. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the None of Your Business podcast. We are super excited today because we have a very special guest that, well, frankly, I know that you're going to love because you have this whole project, right? Champagne CEOs for women being empowered. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have all these cliches, boss babe and all of these things that people say, but really empowering women to step into a leadership role as an entrepreneur. And I know that you um, have your, your retreat with Stephanie Wigner and so many cool things that you do. Um, and one of the cool things that you see all over the place, you don't do this, but you should, is all of these amazing social media tips um, that people give and that they step into a leadership role. And that's not always easy. Right. right. Sometimes people don't do it because you're like, oh, I don't I don't know if I want to jump into that. And so today we have with us Katie Barnett. We're going to be talking about all things, tips, inspiration, motivation, business. Katie, welcome to the None of Your Business podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So one of the things that we always start off with, and then I'm sure Lacey's going to have a gazillion questions. <laughs> I'll just uh, sit here and entertain myself for the next uh, 35 minutes. But we always start out with our guests by asking them, how did you end up here? One of the things I think is super important, and I know this is a topic that you guys are going to dive into, is, is being relatable. Oftentimes, because somebody appears on a podcast and you have a gazillion followers on social media, people think, well, that's because you're Katie. You must, right, you must be famous. You must have had a head start and all of the reasons why somebody could convince themselves that they couldn't do the very things that you do. But what we've realized is that all of our guests have interesting and fascinating stories that everybody can relate to that led them to where they are. So what's yours? I was just a normal average mom. <laughs> I, <laughs> I um, had a background in education. I had gotten a master's and then had kids and uh just like I said, just your average mom. But I think that, um, you know, I had th my three babies and I really, I, you know, there was a point where I just kind of stopped dreaming about the bigger things for myself. 
because I think it's a really normal thing that as parents and women, honestly, we do where we're just serving everybody and it's okay. That's a great thing. It feels good to, to raise your kids well and to, you know, do the things that need to get done throughout the day. Uh, but then you kind of start to lose yourself a little bit. And I don't even think that it's something that we notice until for me, um, I just stepped into first, it was a small business where I was doing artwork for children's birthdays and weddings and stuff. And I was like, it wasn't even what I was producing. Um, it was very stressful and it did not pay well. <laughs> I was taking up way too much time. The ROI was not great. Um, but, but it was funny. It was a conversation I had with, uh, somebody who wanted me to do their job for like their store front or something. And they left. And my husband was like, dude, I've never like heard you talk like that before. You were like a businesswoman. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm good at things. I, you know, and so um, I started another small business uh, just kind of, it was, products through a network marketing business. And I just loved the products and saw the potential for earning a couple hundred dollars a month and just took ownership of that position, even though it wasn't something that I was like super proud of. It was something I had talked a lot of smack about before. Um, but I love educating and I just went for it and started earning money and started learning a lot more about myself. And that's really like my biggest my biggest goal is for people to start or, you know, women, but anybody in the world, you know, there's, it's never too late to be like, I want more for myself. Mm -hmm. I have skills that I can share. I have value that I can offer and I can also work to put those skills to use and earn money and grow a business that I thought was in the past, you know, and, um, so I've just learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about offering value to others and helping others come up in business. And that's really like the biggest joy ever. It's interesting because I'm just listening to you talk and it makes me think of so many women in particular, but a lot of individuals where they, they almost feel guilty for stepping into something that they're passionate about because there's this like chase of this elusive, like work-life balance. And I have to make sure I give this much to my family and this much to my work and this much to everything else. And then you end up giving nothing to yourself. So how did you, when you were going through this journey, kind of overcome that and say, you know what, it's actually time for me to do something for me and by doing that, it allows me to give more to my family because I think that's a struggle for a lot of people out there. It's a struggle and it's a journey. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it really is because it's not just you have to overcome your own thoughts and your own, you know, potential guilt about whether or not you're giving enough time to all the places um, and all the people. But it's also honestly what I think it is, is not so much other people's judgment, but it's their own fear that holds them back. They see something in you that maybe creates this feeling of like, why am I not doing that? And so it comes out in a form of judgment and it takes some serious 
personal development to start to realize that and realize that other people's stuff is just that. And you have permission to go for bigger things. You have permission to do more with yourself and your life. And you have to give yourself that permission. Nobody else is going to, they don't care because they're just doing their own lives, you know? (laughs) And, um, and so, you know, the sooner that you can get to that place where it, it just doesn't matter what other people think and you're going to start believing in yourself, then the faster you're going to be able to grow and succeed and the more that's going to happen. Mm. And so, and it's so simple, right? Like this idea of just giving yourself permission, you know, but it's probably one of the hardest things to actually do because there's that, that little gremlin inside of you, that little subconscious conversation that says, I'm going to give myself permission to do this but what are people going to think? But what are my friends and family going to say? But what if I can't give enough to my family? And um, I've just seen so many people get, you know, stopped by that. They give themselves the permission and then they put up the wall immediately afterwards because there is this fear of, what is everybody else going to think about me? And what if I'm not enough? And so I know that you were saying just before we got started, you've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs about this, like stepping into who you are and being authentic and going after what you desire and what you deserve. So do you have any words of wisdom or tips or ways that people can break through that barrier? Yeah. I mean, everything that you just said, it's so true. It's, it's scary. Um, it's, it's scary. You're, you're basically, uh, you're giving up a whole way of thinking. You're, you're changing what you're going to be doing. That's going to be evident to everybody. It's evident to my children. You know, I work a lot. Mom works a lot. You're always on calls. Well, that's an opportunity for me to talk to my kids about what they get to do with their lives, you know, and what, Mm. what it is that mommy's doing. And, and, you know, what is it that you dream about doing? Let's talk about that. Um, and I think a lot of people, they forget the lesson that can be in it for not just their kids, but then their families. You know, I, my brothers are incredibly successful and awesome, but they get stuck sometimes. And then I'm like the one being like, come on, dude, you can you, you can dream bigger. You need to release this. Um, but I think that what's the most interesting thing is I have a lot of coaching calls and What ends up happening on those coaching calls, people want me to give them a system, a step-by-step. What should I do today? What should I do tomorrow? Um, And what I end up doing is talking to them about their life and what it is that sets them apart or what it is that they can provide value or connect with other people on. And um, it's in those little spaces that we can really create the most out of our, out of our place in this world, out of our businesses, out of our, you know, our growth. And, um, you know, just this morning I was talking to somebody and she was like, she wanted this. She wanted me to say, wake up in the morning, do this, that, and the other contact this many people say this and that. And instead it was more of like, we, we wound up talking about therapy and we wound up talking about depression. We wound up talking about this hallway of social media where people are, comparing themselves to everyone. And, and, um, you know, she shared with me some private things and I'm like, you know, you don't, you don't need to go into the details of your life, but you do need to break through that, that wall of 
that secure little area of, you know, trying to come across as perfect all the time to share with people what it is about you that, that they're going to really get to resonate with. And that is then going to help you to get past those feelings of what if this isn't right? What if I'm, what if I'm not providing enough? Because when you're serving other people, you really can't be all that down on yourself or afraid. And, and it does help you become a better mom, a better wife, a better person, a better individual in general. With so much that you've accomplished in, in your life so far and in your business, both on the personal and professional side, what are most people seeking you out? What is the problem that they're looking to solve? What do you help them to achieve or what are they think maybe what you help them do is not what they initially thought, but what do they initially mm -hmm. think? Why are they initially seeking your help? I think people want to know like how to brand for the most part. They want to figure out how to brand themselves. They want to figure out their niche. And I'm like so over searching for the niche, you know? Um, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's like this sad thing. And I, I wouldn't say it's sad. Like I understand it. We should have some kind of avatar that's going to like that we can market to the best, depending on what your product is or what your service is. And that makes sense. But, uh, you know, one of my greatest mentors always says service to many leads to greatness. And I actually just had an interaction with somebody else on Instagram this morning. And she was like, I'm just searching for my niche. And I'm like, oh, no, you're going to spend the next you know, however long you're searching for your niche, creating an avatar when like how many more people can you reach if you just kind of give that up and be you and share the things that matter to you and reach the people who need to be reached you know mm -hmm. um it, it shouldn't just be as as narrow as a 34 year old mom of two who you know loves <laughs> organic oatmeal and drinks a smoothie every morning you know i, I I mean, that's great if you know exactly who your product is best for, who your service is best for. But um, people come to me to find their niche, to find their brand. And um, I help them do that, except for it's 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 in a different kind of way, I think, than than most other companies will help people or people will help you do, because I just don't believe that anybody is it needs to be so pointed that they're only talking to one small group of people. And especially if you're going to, if you're willing to open yourself up and talk about kind of some of the things that people are afraid to talk about. And that's what I do. And so where I think that some of the things that I may share are, are specifically going to resonate more with middle-aged moms who need to feel good again. Um, I'll have, 47 year old man come to me and talk to me about whether or not he should start his own trucking business. True story. And, and, you know, that's incredible to me because I want to be inspirational to anyone that I can be inspirational to. I love it. So I always love playing the role. And so, I mean, I'm not trying yeah, to no, butt into you. this, but I love playing the role of the <laughs> listener. And so, and, and I know for a fact, so many people do struggle with that, yeah, right? And, and, and what happens, unfortunately, too, is they start to just bounce all around. Like one day I'm trying to talk to athletes 
And I, then the next day I'm talking to middle-aged men who want to start a trucking business. Right. The next day I'm trying to do like, so you just get sort of schizophrenic. So for all of those people that are struggling because they think they have to have a niche and then they reach out to you, what, what, what's the best advice to get them going? Like, so they want to get out there and let's say that we embrace this concept of, okay, we're going to be in service to many. Then what, what are some of our first steps? Do I start just posting about donuts? Like what, how do I get going on that? <laughs> well, I mean, what I would probably do is if we're having a call, I, I just want to know, you know, your story. And um, typically when people start sharing what their life is, what their background is, um, and I start asking questions, we discover things that they really hadn't even thought about, but are some of the most important things in their life. And and it's those little pieces that I think get overlooked by so many people so often. You know, people when you're when you're focusing so hard on a niche, then you know, there's someone will be like, Well, I really like I love my dog. And I think that I could go really far if I'm focusing on dog lovers. <laughs> and I mean, I say that like that's that is a that is a very decent niche. Dog lovers are there are many of them, and you know. Most people can't deny a cute dog. So, um, but then when we go a little bit deeper into, you know, maybe how they wound up with their current partner or um, what their what their life looks like day to day, we uncover things about how, you know, they've had to make huge decisions and how scary that could have been. And, um, you know, like I said, if you're going to therapy, maybe you're learning about a different type of therapy or somebody who has, you know, her mother who raised her alone, you know, and it's something and, and that that's one example where I was talking to this woman recently about her past. And I, and I was like, look, there's a way to talk about what you saw in your mom, the strength that you saw in your mom without having to go into any of the major details. But right now, when I look at you, I just see a suburban hot mom who is selling, you know, something like everybody else. But you've got a story and you've got um, experience and you have a reason for caring about people. And without letting that go free, you're just another person out there trying to, you know, sell another thing. And, and when you look at any of the very successful influence, influencers out there, there, you're going to find some hard things that they have shared. And um, some of them, I can't even imagine having to go through some of the things that they've gone through and, and then having to open up about it. And that's not to say that everybody needs to go, you know, neck deep into their trauma. But, you know, just sharing a little bit, even if it's, you know, a kid's tantrum or, um, you know, my son suffers from anxiety and, and that's something that people have a hard time talking about. But I think a lot of parents can commiserate with is trying to figure out, like, how do you deal with a nine-year-old's anxiety? You know, how do we even, it's hard to even admit that your nine-year-old has anxiety because you're worried about what you've done wrong to create it, you know, and that's a hard topic. But one that um, 
when you're willing to open that that page up, you'll find a lot of connection that you never really knew before. And and so I mean that's that's really it. It's 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 not it's not rocket science. <laughs> it seems like it to it's, me. But it's interesting because we, I mean, I want to echo exactly what you're saying. And with our coaching clients, um, when they are engaging with us at a certain level, we do what's called a discovery day with them. And at the beginning, even if we've been working with them for a year, at the beginning of every single discovery day, we will spend an hour, 90 minutes on deep diving into their creation story because it is so valuable and they don't recognize how powerful their life situation, their life experience maybe some life trauma, whatever it is that they went through, how powerful that is in the, in servicing people at a higher level. And so many people are like, why? Okay. So I put my story out there so that people find me relatable, but it's not just that by putting your story out there and then people finding you relatable, then you could actually help them better. You can serve them at a, at a higher capacity because you understand why they relate to you. And if I know why you relate to me, I can speak to you in a way that I wouldn't have before. And that I think helps people um, experience your service or your product or whatever it is that you're offering in a different way than it would have if they didn't relate to you about that. And so it's such a powerful component. So my next thought is, cause I know that people are always thinking about this. Well, that makes me really uncomfortable. Like I couldn't get it, you know, in front of a camera or on Facebook live and talk about these things because I feel very vulnerable. And I think people always think, well, I have to get on video. Do you have other tips or other ways that they be can begin to chip away or just share these things about themselves where they don't feel so exposed so they can get used to it? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, and I, I, I love doing video. Um, I'm like, you know, you're a performer. I love it. It's so great. <laughs> I'm, I'm an extroverted introvert, you know, like <laughs> if I go to like one of my kids games or a party, I'm like, okay, I'm getting into bed for maybe a day or so. Um, so, you know, I can get on a stage and talk to, talk to many, but like in a, in a, at a dinner party, I'm like, I'm exhausted and I need to go. Yes. So, you know, everybody kind of has their thing and I do better on video. Like I, yeah. I, I do. And I recognize that. So I know that it's not fair for, for me to be like, yeah, just do it. Just get on a video and, and be yourself. Right. And it's amazing and fun. You know, it, it so takes, <laughs> yeah, right. It, and it takes practice and it's nerve wracking. I'm nervous. I am nervous right now. I don't know what it is. Seriously. Like I, I, I mean, I do this, but I'm nervous today. And, and that's, okay. Like that is right. okay. So if you want to, you know, if you want to give the Facebook live a go or the Instagram live a go, you know what, like just delete it if you hate it. But right. outside of that, it's, it's posts, you know, and your stories, your stories are this beautiful gift. And when I first saw, you know, if we're talking about social media, when I first started seeing stories, I was like, what in God's name is this weird thing? And why am I watching people's entire life today? Like, I do not understand it. Um, <laughs> what is happening? This is, we've gone mad. Um, 
but you know, I, I know enough about social media and all of that, that I've got to learn what the algorithms are going to like. And that means the new things. And so I started learning a little bit about them and giving them a go and stories. It's funny, you know, stories sell. Mm. And that is like, in every way, shape, and form. Stories mm -hmm. are where you're going to get to sell who you are to people. And why we love stories is because when you're following somebody who is an influencer, who encourages you, who has like, who you can't believe, you know, how they've gotten through something in their story or in, you know, in their life that they've shared about, um, you've, you watch, the, you listen to their podcast, you, you know, buy whatever they sell you, you get to go into their stories and you get to see into their world and their life. And that's the beauty of stories. You get to, I mean, Reese Witherspoon, you can go watch her stories and she's in there making her coffee and, you know, talking about her kid losing a shoe. It's, it's where you get to be you and people can relate to you. And it's very casual. It's going to disappear after 24 hours it's this place too, where you can really start to show yourself and practice getting to be on camera. And I mean, most of my stories are going to take place like in the car or, you know, on the go in the kitchen. Like it's, it's like I said, very casual. It's a place to really start practicing, um, showing yourself, speaking on camera knowing that, you know, again, you can delete it, but don't like, <laughs> you know, I mean, and it's like, it's a really beautiful thing when, you know, so if you're committing to your business, you're committing to showing up on social media, which by the way, if you have a business, you should commit to showing up on social media. It's a huge part of it. It's where everybody is right now. Um, it's a great way to connect and network. If you're doing that and you're being so much of a perfectionist that you are deleting things and you're worrying about like you're missing the point because mm. you could on the flip side put so much effort and so much like perfect wording and the perfect picture into every single post you'll be exhausted I know because I've done it and then mm. what you'll find is like that one, that that perfect post, that one that you know, like everybody was going to absolutely love with the beautiful picture, like it's gone. It's gone. The most important thing that you can do is continue to show up, mm -hmm. you know, continue to spread a message, to continue to provide value, continue to be yourself and show up in your stories and, you know, share pieces of your, of your life. Um but it's more about the consistency than the absolute perfection of every single post. And when you let go of that perfection, you're going to be uh, much more comfortable getting to share more, getting to share what you're about, um, letting people in to these little parts. You don't have to like do one big post that's like, you know, this is the this is my six traumas I've experienced. And <laughs> These are the medications I'm on, <laughs> maybe to start with. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have, a, I have, a, I have, a, I have three small questions. So this is the first one. Well, this one's not Rapid small. Fire? This is no. This is not. This is not okay. that small. <laughs> so let's say you convince somebody to go ahead and step out there, and they share the six traumas that they've had in their life. Invariably, you have 
tons and tons of followers, which that's one of my questions. But invariably, with that many followers, somebody's going to say something rude. Somebody's going to step out and be an absolute idiot. And then what happens is somebody said something mean about me. That's why I'm not going to post anymore. So how do we how do we stop that in our minds? Oh gosh, it's so scary, right? Honestly, <laughs> I get more scared about when my friends like post something that I know is going to go viral or something and I and I'm like I get more worried about having to defend them because I I like that's what I can't handle. It stresses right. me out so much. Um I uh, that is it's just a mindset it's a mindset. And when you start to really do the work of, you know, getting your mindset right and realizing that, I mean, first of all, can we just talk about the fact that anybody who's out there just looking for mean things to say on Instagram posts or whatever is like, they have so many more issues that it's sad. (laughs) You know, they can just, they can scroll past and they can, and you know that said, if you're posting something controversial, then you're 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 looking for those conversations. Right. Um, it's a strategy. It's not one that I t- typically employ. Um, but uh, it, but when it comes to opening up, and you know you are opening yourself up, obviously anytime on social media to trolls, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you have to do yourself a favor by getting in a place of knowing that other people's problems are their problems. They're going to take it out. They, um, but it's a hard, it's a hard thing. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to say that I haven't been like totally mind like effed by somebody just coming out of nowhere and calling out something that it like just stabbed me in the heart, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's happened and I, it's, it can be brutal, but it's about understanding that it's, it, that is them. That's their thing. And I think that now for me, it's, it's not, it's a non issue. Um, but that takes time to get there, you know, and, and, it can be a scary thing um, when you start sharing. What you will find, though, is that there are far more supportive people out there than there are haters. And um, that's really what's been the most beautiful thing is that for for any hater, there's, you know, hundreds of people who are supportive and mm-hmm. thankful and appreciative. And that has to outweigh those, you know, outliers of meanness and the the meanness can multiply. And that's really just, that's the thing is like, if somebody says something and then it can just like start this wildfire and it's like, Whoa, I've got a lot more work to do. Yeah. yeah. That's what... <laughs> right. We've had that happen. You want me to go next again? Yeah, yeah. So this is great. Um, I I'm committed to making content. I am over the meanness that can exist. Um, I start to build my following. When do I sell? You do such a great job of that. But if I'm just posting content about my six traumas, I can't. How do I make money doing right. that? Uh, well, like I said, stories sell. And mm-hmm. so your stories should never be just one thing or the other. Um, stories are where people go to 
purchase. And, you know, now everybody has the link option in stories, which is like, I mean, when I first got the swipe up, I was like, I did it. Like, <laughs> this is going to change my life. Um, and it was, it was, it's amazing. But now everybody has the link option. And so, um, you know, you want to mix your stories with your product and what it is that you have to offer. Um, and that is a, an amazing place to do it because, you know, and it just depends. It really does depend on what it is that you're selling. Um, I personally gear towards mixing my personal, you know, brand with what I'm selling as far as products go. Um, but when people come to my Instagram, I want them to know me. And so, um, and I want to be providing that value. Um, but in your highlights, that's an excellent place to have what it is that you share. And those highlights just come from your stories. And so, you know, my personal business plan is to show up, to talk about business, to offer value in my posts and to sell in my stories and my highlights for the most part. And occasionally I will talk about my products, but I'm still going to be directing people to, you know, my highlights and my stories, which is where you'll find the links for things. And so that's really, um, and in my experience, kind of the the best way to go about it. Because in your when you create a highlight, which if you don't know, it's just like this little magazine at the top of your page where you can label it. This is my family. People can go through and stalk your family. This is my, you know, this is my business. Or if you have a specific product, you know, or number of different products, you get to take from your stories, put them in this highlight and um, people get to learn what they need to learn about whatever it is that you're sharing and selling. And and to me, that's really the best way to go about it because you get to stay your authentic self on your page. Um, you're not going to be just a big billboard for a specific product. Um, and that's what I want. Like, I, I of course, I want to share my products. I want to sell things. I want to build, you know, a large team and all that stuff. But um, really what I want to do is connect with people and provide value. And, and that's what's what is going to draw people in. Yeah. And I love that. That's super solid advice. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there that they do get nervous. Well, now that I have this platform, I don't want to hard sell. I just don't want to be selling all the time because that actually detracts people from coming into your world. And so I love this kind of organic way of, Hey, people are going to follow me, um, like me, connect with me. And naturally they're going to want to know what it is that I'm about, what my business is about, what I sell. And if they resonate with me, they're going to purchase from me versus somebody else. And so I like that kind of organic means of pushing them into the highlights, into that, that reel there, because then they can see your products. They can click on your website, which is levelafternext.org, which I was looking through. And what's nice about that, they can go there and they can see some of your posts and all the things that you're about as well. And again, it's an organic way. It doesn't feel pushy or incongruent or too salesy. So I think people appreciate that. So I like that advice. Last thing I have that on my list was, so what if I'm committed to this and now I've, I've committed to the content, I'm over the haters, I've got a good mix of sharing story, plus I'm putting my link out there, but I've got uh, 321 followers. Um, 
How do I build that? I mean, you've done a, an incredible job of building your followings. People are are coming around and and expressing basically a hand raiser by following your account that they like your content. But a lot of people put out content and have a hard time getting traction. that getting traction. Does that yeah. mean the content is wrong or what advice do you have for people to actually build an audience? I mean, I think it's it's first of all 321 followers is that's a lot of friends, you know. <laughs> That's that's I think people they see the numbers, you know, everywhere. And it's like the the truth is is that you probably have 320 really engaged people. And that's a lot. Like that's that's mm -hmm. a good thing. And so not getting discouraged by the amount of followers that you have. I'm really excited when I get to get connected to people with a small amount of followers because I just love I love watching people grow, but there's a lot of patience that's going to be involved and knowledge that your what you do, you know, your consistency is going to compound into something bigger. And, you know, it may feel slow, but it can happen fast. And um, the best thing as far as growth goes, and this part can be kind of hard because with, uh, with my personal like Instagram account, I love sharing pictures. I love talking. I love writing. And, you know, the whole world wants us to do reels now. And I don't like doing reels, but <laughs> it's the way people are connecting. It's the way that the algorithm's going to pick things up. And so, you know, it's about being willing to kind of go with the flow and learn what the new thing was. And, and, you know, two, three years ago, that was stories. And I was like, what is this? This makes no sense. I don't want anything to do with this, but I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to learn it. And I turned out to love it, you know, and reels are kind of the same way. Reels are an excellent way to connect with people. And most of the time, if I'm, if I'm looking through, you know, if I'm looking for people to network with or connect with, it's going to mean going through reels, finding somebody who I think has some really great reels and then letting them know that I think they're awesome. And that's that it's as simple as that. It's not like, hey, I think you're awesome. Can I sell you this? Or, hey, you th I think you're awesome. Have you ever thought about doing this? Um, that's not the goal. The goal is true connection, um, getting to know somebody and and, you know, potentially creating building that relationship between them. And so it's just kind of that, and that can take 20 minutes a day, you know, 20 right. minutes a day of going and providing, you know, valuable comments on people's posts. And it doesn't just have to be reels, but we know that reels are trending right now mm -hmm. and, um, telling people they're awesome. That's like the most fun thing ever. I just love telling people how great they are. Um, letting them know that I follow them and that they've inspired me. And, uh, I think that, even though that sounds really simple, it's what people kind of overlook. They, you want to go and you want to buy a bunch of likes or followers and, and that's going to really set you back in the long run. And mm -hmm. um, it's going to be, you're going to be much better off posting your content, staying consistent, and then spending 20 minutes, 20 minutes a day going through and, you know, commenting on the people's posts that you want to be connected with and the people who you are connected with, who, you know, you want to continue to be connected with or grow further in. 
It's great advice. I love it. So we have the formula. We got to get our content. We've got to get consistent. We got to be authentic and true. We don't have to worry about our niche. We should just put our content out there and let it sort itself out. Reels, I love that. And then we have to be just keep out, keep plugging along and block out the haters. And then it will all come together. You should check out her Instagram, KT and so the letter K, the letter T, and A N N E Barnett, two T's at KT and Barnett check her out on Instagram so you can swipe and deploy some of Get her best Kate. practices yeah. and see what she's up to. And then also check her out at levelafternext.org. You can find out a lot of cool stuff, like little link tree with cool things you can click on there. Um, Katie, thank you so much for joining us on the none of your business podcast. You really helped out tons of people today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. We'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of the None of Your Business podcast. Make sure you tell your friends, like, subscribe, leave us a review. Let us know what you picked up this week from Katie. Tell us all about it. Can't wait to hear. We'll see you next week.